You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Okay, I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I am your host, Michael C., and I am here to bring you another conversation. Uh, with me today is a woman who I've been talking to for a little while. Again, someone else who's been on Twitter has been very helpful to me, and her name is Libby. So uh, why don't you say hi to everyone, Libby? Hello, everybody. Now, one thing I do have to apologize for, uh, for whatever reason, there is a, a slight delay uh, in the communication between Libby and myself. So please uh, bear with the slight pauses that you're going to hear uh, during this interview. It's something that I, I haven't been able to quite figure out why it's doing it. So um, I will do my best to minimize it, but understand that I, I am aware of it. Okay. Now, Libby, you are in a hot wife dynamic, correct? Correct, yes. <laughs> All right. Now, just to kind of give everyone a little background information, uh, if you wouldn't mind telling my listeners, uh, how old are you? I am 39 years old. I will be 40 this year, though. So, woohoo, big 4 0. What are you? Well, make sure you let me know so I can give you a nice, hearty, happy birthday. I will. And just so that my listeners know, (laughs) just so that my listeners know, uh, you are a mother. Yes. Um, So you are in this lifestyle as a parent. Um, Mm -hmm. And just to give them an idea so that they know how you're able to maintain everything, uh, would you say your kids are of a younger age or of an older, more self-sufficient age? Well, my kids are in the self-sufficient age right now. I have um, an older daughter in, in high school, and I have two younger kids in elementary school. So there is an age gap, but they are very independent. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so to get this started, as I said, uh, you and your husband are in a hot wife uh, type of dynamic. So I will start by saying, how long have the two of you been married? We've been married 12 years this year. Okay. And how long have you actually known each other? Oh, um, about 15 years now. Okay. And so you've known each other 15 years, been married for 12 years. For you two, when did the kinkiness start like when did your marriage shift or when did your relationship shift from just a typical vanilla dynamic to Mm -hmm. something more than i'm not necessarily talking about the lifestyle but maybe swinging maybe you had a threesome like when did it when did you take that step out of vanilla life we took that step about two years ago actually you know what it's been about two and a half years now so it was in january of 2017 that's when we started Okay. Now, did you guys come into this lifestyle through the swinging door? Like, were you swinging with other couples first? No, uh-uh, not at all. <laughs> so you so you made the jump right into hot wifing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, prior to that, do you have a, hit, a history of any kind of kinkiness in any previous relationships? Or was this like the first thing you had ever done like this? No, I've never done anything like this before. So I'm, I'm a newbie. I'm a first timer. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about him? Is this something that he had experience with? No, uh-uh. nope. So we're both versions together in it. <laughs> okay, so the thing that I'm always curious about when I meet couples who are, are still cutting their teeth and all of this, mm. how did he even, was it, was it his idea initially or was it your idea? It was his idea. And what was your reaction the very first time he said to you, I would love to see you fuck another man? How did you handle um, that? <laughs> well, I... <laughs> It was kind of a gradual thing. So when he actually said it to me, I wasn't too surprised. Um, in the beginning, it was just something we kind of talked about, like the possibility of doing something like that. Um, like, what would you do if, you know, how would uh -huh. you respond if? Um, and then when he finally told me, I was kind of like, um, I was kind of, I was a little shocked. Like I had that feeling inside, like, Oh, Oh boy, here we go. Like this is mm -hmm. it. <laughs> um, but it was, it was cool. Like we walked through it together. It, it was scary in the moment, but, um, the more we talked about it, the easier it became. Um, and the more I understood it and the more I understood him too. Right. Okay. Now, in the beginning, when he's still going through the, you know, telling you about it phase and explaining it to you, um, I know that this is this is common. So I, I'm going to ask you this question. Was there any part of you that felt like he was bringing this up to kind of set up him being able to play with other women? Yes. So you did feel there was a part of you that felt like, okay, you're setting me up for something. Yes. Now, is that something that you would have been open to, or is that something that caused you a little bit of hesitation? Like you didn't want that. I was not open to it at all. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of history about myself. I'm a, I grew up very uh, tradition, in a traditional Christian home. So I'm, just going to say I, I grew up very closed minded. So mm -hmm. to go forward with something like this, or even to be presented something like this was very scary for me. And I didn't understand where he was coming from. So there, there were a lot of things that we had to jump through to get to that point of moving forward. I understand. I understand. Now, were you able to articulate that to him? Were you able to say, hey, I think that you're setting me up for something. I think that you're using this as kind of a back door to get to be able to sleep with other women. Eventually, I got to that point. At first, I wasn't able to. I wasn't quite sure how I felt about everything to begin with. So I wasn't quite sure how to communicate that to him, like because I wasn't sure how I was feeling and what all these feelings meant. So I wasn't able to really articulate anything with my husband until recently, actually, um, in the last few months. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, he's only known just recently that, that that was where my mind went when he introduced okay. it to me. I can understand that. Now, another facet of this, 
was because of how, how we're all raised and because of what society says about men and how jealousy is often explained, you know, people will say, oh, I get jealous because I love you. So because he was saying that he wanted to see you with someone else, was there a part of you that maybe doubted the depth of his love for you saying, you know, basically, how could you love me and still want to see me in the arms of another man? Yeah, definitely. And how did you come to terms with that? You know, I still feel like I am coming to terms with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm still growing into it. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm feel like I'm just now starting to see, um, the beauty in all of this and mm -hmm. how he can still love me through this, um, that he loves me more because of it. It's, it's, Absolutely. it's really hard to fathom, but yes, I'm, I'm just now starting to, to see all of that and to appreciate it. Wonderful. Now, I guess the, the, the best way I, I've, I've been able to put it is I'm in a similar situation, so I can, I can totally relate to the husbands in this lifestyle. And it, there almost isn't an explanation. It's, it's just, there's this thing in our brain, the way that we were wired. And for whatever reason, we get off on seeing something that would drive most men crazy with jealousy. Mm. And, you know, if you were to talk to the guys who were in our position, we can try to explain it, but that's really what it is. There's, there's just something in our wiring that when we think about it, it drives us crazy with passion and, you know, we, we can't get enough of it. <laughs> and, and I know that some women struggle with it, but once, once you get to the point where you accept it and you say to yourself, okay, this is just how my husband is wired. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you stop trying to understand it, but you just accept it that this is just how he is. It becomes so much easier. It right. truly does. Think, yeah, yeah. I think that's where I'm at now is I've just accepted it. Like, this is just how it's going to be. And not that I'm like, not in a mean demeanor at all. Just like, this is, this is my husband. This is who he's chosen to show me he is. And he's trusted me with mm -hmm. this. And I appreciate that, you know, and I, I, I love him for that. And I, it's an acceptance of who he really is instead of who the person is trying to be. Right. That society right. says he should be, you know, so this is a beautiful, beautiful thing that I get to experience with him. Right. And let's be honest, it's a hell of a win-win for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a win-win, you know. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is, this, is, this is like the epitome of having your cake and eating it too. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah and I love cake. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you get, you get to cake. indulge and, you know, you don't have to share him, but you get to have all the fun that you want. And he's happy. You know, he's, he's happy about it. He loves to see you having fun. So it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. But like, I, I like to get people to talk about these things because I know that there are some of my listeners out there who they are where you were several months ago. Mm. And there are wives out there who are still struggling with certain things okay. and trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know, how it all works. And, you know, that's why I, I enjoy having these conversations and telling these stories because you never know who your story is going to resonate with. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, just kind of putting two and two together, 
based on what you told me about the age of your oldest and how long you've known your husband, is this your second marriage or your second relationship? Substantial? Good. That, yeah, that's a good question. Um, my first marriage, um, my oldest daughter I had in a previous relationship. Not a marriage, though. Okay. And were there any similarities from a sexual standpoint, or was that dynamic just pretty much just standard vanilla type of dynamic? It was just a vanilla dynamic. <laughs> now, was he the traditional or the typical jealous type of guy? Like, did you find yourself avoiding attention and, and avoiding dressing? I mean, cause I've seen your pictures, you're a very attractive woman. Thank so you. was he the type of man where you had to kind of downplay your attractiveness when you were out in public because of the way he would react to it? And we're talking about my ex, right? Yeah, your ex. Okay. Yeah, your ex. Um, like just trying to see where you, the situation you were coming from. Got it. Um, no, I guess I didn't really ever feel like I had to hide myself, but I wasn't really a standout kind of person back then. You know what I mean? I wasn't dressing sexy, if you will. I, I mm -hmm. So I don't feel that that, um, I would say no. Okay. So it wasn't like a total, you didn't have to totally rewire your brain when this came up. You know, it wasn't like you were coming from somebody who was like the absolute opposite of what your husband was. It's, you know, it was more or less, they were just kind of there. Like it yeah. wasn't like it, the pendulum was in the total opposite direction. It was just kind of in the middle and your husband took it to another level. Correct. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So after you talked about it, and, you know, what are some of the things, because I know that there are husbands listening to this who they're trying to figure out ways to, to get their wives interested in this lifestyle. So what are some of the things that your husband did to, to show you that he was interested in it, but not making you feel pressured or not badgering you about it? Like, what are some of the things that he did to help you get more comfortable with the idea? Um, I think talking about it, like just his fantasies, um, got it started. Um, dirty talk during sex, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> some, some ideas came up then. Um, and I found that it turned me on, um, to talk that way. And it obviously turned him on too. So like it worked. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's, that's actually what I was going to uh, hit on. I'm glad that you said something. Okay the way that he reacted to it, because I know that some wives, when their husbands initially bring it up, they have the thought of, okay, maybe this is just a phase and it'll blow over, mm -hmm. you know? And what I, you know, one of the things that I tell husbands who are, you know, who ask me for advice and how to get their wives into this, I tell them a very important thing is when you talk about it, let her see and let her feel how much this excites you. 
Mm. You know, like let her feel your passion ratcheting up. <laughs> you know, let her feel, you know, your hunger for her in those moments so that she has something tangible to kind of hold on to like, oh, wow, I do notice a difference when we talk about this or when we role play this or when I tell him that there was a guy checking me out when I went grocery shopping, whatever, like, like you can see yeah. it in his yeah. demeanor. You can see it in his actions. You can almost yeah. feel his heart rate yeah. quickening. You know, yeah. so was that a big thing for you when you actually saw like not just him talking about it, but just in his actions, like, okay, wow, this really does turn you on. Yeah. Yeah. There was evidence of that. I, yeah. Okay. Now in the time that you were leading up to this, did you ever talk to any other couples who were walking this path or were you guys just kind of feeling your way around in the dark? We were, I, we were just feeling our way around in the dark. We didn't know anybody. We still don't really know anybody. Um, well, I'll be changing that for you, but that's a, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about bringing people together and, and everything. So cool. Cool. Because um, a lot actually, of the fun is talking about it. So, you know what? Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something like you are the very first person that I've been able to talk about it too. <laughs> so well, thank there's, you. there's a, there's a, a nice re release in that for me. That well, I it's like you're sitting on this fantastic it. secret. <laughs> <laughs> and you really want to tell somebody about it, but you don't want somebody to look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. And nobody else understands it. Like you're hitting on some things that I've been struggling with and, but you know about it. It's like, Oh my goodness, that is so crazy. It's like, you know me. And like, I haven't been able to tell anybody except my husband about it. And so I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, really. Like, I'm in shock because I thought I was the only one, you know? But of course uh -huh. I'm not. But, you know, that's how I feel. I'm the only one. Nobody else is not going through what I'm going through, you know? So it's really good to hear that. And that's, that's one of the things that I'm really hoping to uh, accomplish and that I hope that I am accomplishing with the podcast is because, like I said, I know through my experiences, I know that there are couples out there who feel like they are alone. Yes. Who feel like, you know, there's nobody out there who knows what they're going through and nobody that they can turn to. So I enjoy giving, you know, people like yourself a voice and a platform to say to those people, hey, you're, you're not alone. You're not crazy <laughs> and you're not wrong. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that's what I'm here that, for, too, like to help those who are well, you in will. stages that I'm in, you know. No, you absolutely will. I mean, every single interview I've done, I've gotten feedback from someone out there who that particular story has resonated with. And I, I, I love sharing that first email or that first comment or that first letter with the person that I interviewed so that they can see, hey, here's somebody who was personally touched by your story. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like that's a, you know, that that's a, a fantastic thing. And that that's my goal uh, with all of this yeah. now. So he told you about it. You role played with it. You, you had your dirty talk and everything. What was it that you felt that told you, OK, let's start working towards this? Like there's one there's one point where it's talk and like you said, it's, it's fun to talk about during sex and everything like that. 
And then you get to that moment where it's like, okay, let's put some kind of plan into action. Let's make uh-huh. this a reality. Like, what was that watershed moment for you? Well, um, it's quite a story, actually. I, um, I'm a background singer, and my husband is a drummer um, for for a band that we're in and um our the band leader was absent on this particular weekend that we were playing and so we had a guest leader come in and mm-hmm. um and direct us for this performance and um we hit it off pretty well the all all of us together and we became friends on facebook and i i at the time i was a homemaker and I was homeschooling our kids and I was making a lot of breads and jams and stuff. And I would take pictures of them and post them <laughs> on Facebook. And one day I posted some bread and um, this uh, friend of ours, this new friend of ours said, oh, I want some of your bread. I am so hungry. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll meet up with you. Let's, let's all deliver this bread to you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, <clears throat> so texts or um, excuse me phone numbers were exchanged um, and then he started texting me and all of a sudden I felt my heart started to race because of the things that he was saying to me yeah he was referring to bread but he was not referring to bread <laughs> <laughs> if you there catch my innuend- yeah there was some innuendos there yes there were and my husband was at work away from the home and my heart was racing because this man was talking to me in these sexual ways that I was not understanding because I was still kind of new to all of this. I I was never talked this way by any man before. Um, And while I'm married, you know, that's like, I'm, that's bad. That's really bad. Right. So um, why am I feeling this way though? Why am I feeling so wonderful inside that I'm getting this attention, you know? And, um, I ended up telling my husband about it and he said, well, roll with it. Come on. Like, let's do this. Uh, Yeah. He's like, we've talked about doing this. Um, so let's see where it goes. And so, um, so he said, roll with it, Libby. Yep. He said, roll with it, Libby. And from that point on, I, I continued to text and one thing led to another. Um, we ended up meeting, meeting up, a few weeks later. And you did the deed? And we did it. Yeah, we did. Okay, so let me, that brings this question to mind. He obviously knew that you were married, Mm -hmm. right? Now, did he think that you were just straying on your husband or did you tell him that you were there with your husband's blessing? We were all in it together because this is... um, I started the conversations, um, but then, okay, so this is where it gets a little wacky. He, There's nothing wacky about this lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is what it is. It is, but when you're new to it, it's wacky. Like, right. It's weird. And we, oh, no, it's, it's very wacky when you're new. Yeah, yeah, and this is something we decided, okay, we're, this is where a boundary has to happen, and we're not going to go back to that. So, um um, this man we found out was married and, but separated. We thought he was separated, but his wife was still in the picture. And she ended up giving me a call on his, from his phone and said to me, um, 
please don't call my husband. He, you are not the only one, the, not the only woman he's chasing after right now. Please do not contact him. And I was like, okay, okay, hubby, this is this is what's going on. His wife called and said. <laughs> His wife called and told me that please do not call. Do, please do not call. There's there are other girls trying to contact my husband. Please do not call him again. So I said, okay, hubby, you've got to take care of this. What do we do? Um, so I, I think at that point we dropped it, but then, um, but then our friend contacted me again and I was like, okay, what do you want to do? And so my husband ended up calling him on the phone and talking to him and saying, Hey dude, what's up? Like, what's going on? I thought you were married. This is what your wife said to my wife. Um, we need to square this up. And so, uh, he, he was like, no, 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 we're separated. No, no, no. She's not an issue. She's not an issue. So at that point, because I promised not to make contact with our friend anymore, it was between my husband and the friend. So at that point they were planning. Okay. So your husband was involved in on on all of it. Okay. So so he knew, Mm -hmm. so he knew that you guys were together, like you were together on this. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So the night that it happened, did you see him alone or was your husband there? Oh, my husband was here. So he was with you when it happened? Yes. Okay. So when it was happening, when you were, you know, when the contact first started, what do you recall about seeing in your husband's eyes? Like when you looked at him, when you were in the, cause I'm sure you threw him a gl- at least a glance. What do you remember seeing in his eye? Cause I'm sure like, it's one thing to talk about it. Yeah. It's another thing to actually be in that moment. And you look at him and your eyes are kind of like, okay, this is not a drill. Like this is happening. This is not role play. This is not fantasy. This is me, you know, in the arms of another man. And you're sitting there watching me. What, what do you remember when you looked at your husband and you looked in his eyes? Like, what did his look say to you? There was just pure joy in his eyes. They were sparkling. <laughs> and he just, he had, had you ever seen that look in his eyes before? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that look in his eyes before. It's, it's, the look he gives me when he loves me deeply and he's, he's telling me that he loves me and I can see it in his eyes. I I can see his soul. So yeah, I've seen that look before and it's it's just, so you knew everything was okay. I'm sorry. No saying. So you knew just from the way that he looked at you that everything was okay. Yes. Yep. Because I've, you know, I've talked to couples over the years and in that moment, like in that moment, there, there are plenty of husbands who talk themselves into this and they think that they want to see it. And then it happens and your eyes can't lie. That's why I always ask about the eyes, like your eyes can't lie. And even though he wants to enjoy it, there are some husbands who, when it happens, that jealousy does rise and it, it comes through in their eyes. Yeah. And that affects the way the wife is able to either enjoy the moment or not enjoy the moment. 
So the fact that you were able to get that okay just from the way he looked at you, I'm guessing allowed you to kind of live in the moment and not yeah. worry about so much. Yeah. Is he okay? Oh, yeah. No, he was fine. <laughs> no, he's not a jealous man. He's totally okay. <laughs> now, did it feel weird to you at all? Like that first time, was it like, okay, I'm with this man and my husband, the father of my child is sitting there watching me. Like, were you, were you able to enjoy it to the fullest in that moment? Or was there a part of you that was still like, I hope he's okay. Is he okay? Is he enjoying this? Am I doing it right? Like, were you kind of in your own head in that moment? Yeah. Yeah, sure. There was, there was a lot of all of that. <laughs> um, Cause like he, all, both, both men were participating. My husband was participating. So it, it wasn't that I was doing the act alone. He, they, he was with me doing it. So he was, he was kissing me um, for instance, while our friend. Okay. So he was involved with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it continued that way. So okay. he was always, he was always close. He was always touching. Um, but yeah, there were moments during, during the play that I was like, uh, am I doing this right? Am I doing it wrong? Like what's, what's happening here? Like, you know, it was just nerves, you know, like I've never been with this other person before. Absolutely. What like, what does he not like, you know? And just all sorts of things going through my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots, <laughs> lots of pleasure. <laughs> Okay, so you did the deed, your husband watched, he participated. Eventually, it came to an end, and you and your husband either went back or the guy left. But basically, you and your husband were alone again. What do you remember about the time you spent alone with your husband after it happened that first time? Like, what was said? What did you feel? What did he express? Like, what was that moment like? Oh man, I don't, I don't remember all of those details. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we did talk about it. And I, he, I was probably, I know, I know that I was in shock afterward, you know, like what just happened. So I know that I probably was not doing a lot of talking. I was just soaking it in because that's what I do. I just soak things in and over time I'll express, I'll be like, I'll, I'll tell you how I feel like a day or two. Um, so he, right. he is the one who wants to talk about it right away. And so he, uh, he's very expressive. And I'm sure in that moment he was um, telling me what he liked and what he didn't like. Did you think that was weird? What did you think about this? You know, it's like that kind of stuff. Um, so mm -hmm. um, I will tell you like this, this, this partner we had, <laughs> had trouble staying up. So I was like, I thought something was wrong with me. And I was, I could, I could say there was pleasure in it, but there was a lot of what am I doing wrong? Because he's not staying up, you know, I'm doing everything possible that I can do. And he's not <laughs> giving me what I'm expecting. So afterward, there was a lot of, there was some confusion about that. And we're like, well, it was all of our, it was our first time for everybody. So, you know, let's, let's not just cut it off right away. We'll give it another chance. Maybe it was just circumstance. You know what I mean? So, um, from right. that point on, we just, we, that was something that we did talk about. So there was that plus the fun and well, did you like it? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, 
What did you like what you didn't like? Now, and I don't know if you're going to be able to remember this, but the first time that you and your husband had sex after that, like not during when you were basically involved in a threesome, but when you were alone with your husband, it might have been that later that night or the following day or a few days later, whatever the case may be, were you able to notice anything? Like, there, was there anything that told you that, okay, not only was he okay with it, but it exceeded what he thought it would be like, like the passion that you felt from him, the love that you felt from him, the, the appreciation that you felt from him, from the fact that he had this fantasy and you fulfilled it. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was all of that there. He's, he was more attentive to me afterward. Um, I felt like I was getting more attention from my husband because of the attention I gave this man. Um, he was more affectionate. Um, he, he wanted to be with me more often. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And he just wanted to be around me all the time. And so there was a lot more um, fire in his, in his energy. After. A lot of heat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. So let me, let me fast forward a little bit. Okay. That was your first experience. Mm-hmm. As far as that first person was concerned, was that a one-off kind of thing? Or did you see that person more than once? We saw him more than one time. Okay. And since then, if you don't want to give exact number, that's fine. But since then, how many experiences have you had with different people? Not necessarily how many people you saw multiple times, but just how many different people have you seen since that first time? Um, I think- and don't worry, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's no answer that's going to make you look bad or anything like that. <laughs> I think it's been maybe six, five or six Okay, and in that, like for a lot of wives, the first time, maybe even the second time, the primary reason why they are doing it, just because of the love that you have for him and wanting to make him happy, the primary motivator is, for a lot of wives, is doing it to make him happy, doing it to make your husband happy not that you're not enjoying it but that's the primary motivator and then a shift occurs and basically you start to give yourself permission to say you know what I enjoy that I want to do that again yeah when did that happen for you like after how many experiences did that shift occur for you where you said to yourself you know what I know that you like it, but you know what? I liked it too. That that shift is happening right now. Was it now. the first time that it's, it? <laughs> so you're just starting to get to that point. Yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't because want he wants you to be there. 
He does, and he tells me repeatedly. He's like, he tells me, yeah. Libby, I yeah, want he wants, to, yeah, he wants you want to be you there. Want this. I want you to tell me when you want it. I want you to have it every day if you want it. I want you to have it as often as you want, and I want you to go out and get it. So he's all about me wanting it, but I haven't, I haven't given my pers- myself permission to want it because I'm struggling, you know, with with the mental. You're problems. in your own head about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so now I'm, I'm allowing myself to love myself enough to let myself want it. And it's, it's baby steps. It's baby steps. I'm, I'm just in the very beginning stages of that. And I can't wait. I can't wait till it explodes and, and, and I'm fully into it and I can fully enjoy it and give myself and give myself into it a hundred percent. <laughs> no, it's 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 coming. You know, just rest assured that 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 is coming. Yeah. It may, you know, it may take a while, but it it is coming. Yeah. You know, um, it happens at a different pace for for everyone. Yeah. But it 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 does it does come. So, let me ask you this: What has Okay, because you know, obviously, you're officially a hot wife. <laughs> yeah. What has being a hot wife done? How has it affected, you know, your confidence? Because one thing that you know I I know about women is, no matter how hot a woman is, every woman has doubts. You know, every woman looks in a mirror, and where we may see one thing she looks at herself in the mirror and sees what she doesn't like, what she would like to change. Yeah. What has being a hot wife done for you as far as your self-confidence? Well, I, I dress a lot differently now. (laughs) I walk differently um, I hold my head up. Now. Okay, let's 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 take let, let's take it a little slower. You dress differently. How did you dress before, and how do you dress now? Well, my husband would describe it as frumpy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wore I wore pants that were I thought they were tight, but they were tight in the thigh, but then they fanned out at the knee. So you know, like boot cut. Right. So they weren't very. They were. They looked good on me because they accentuated my tush. But um, I wore okay. let the record t-shirt. Let the record show. That's the first time Tush has been has been uttered on my show. <laughs> okay, so I, I just want to I just want to make that note. No, no one has oh, ever uttered the word Tush cool. on my um, show. So <laughs> kudos to you for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? <laughs> um, so I was wearing. Um, yeah, just like baggy pants. I'll call it baggy, um, and um, uh, t-shirts and sweaters, and that's what I felt comfortable in. So that's what I wore. And then my husband's like, "Hey, uh, maybe I'd like to see you in some tighter clothes." It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, over time, over a period of time, that that changed. But now that I'm in this lifestyle, it's changed even more drastically. That I've. Um, I'm involving, like, I love shoes now. Like I want to go buy shoes and I want to look good. And I, I, um, I know that I'm being 
watched, if you will. Like I know that men are paying attention to me. So I will dress in ways that are not, that are appropriate for the event. Right. Um, for instance, for my son's baseball game, like I'll wear a nice tight t-shirt that's buttoned down enough so that you can see a little bit of cleavage, but I'm not showing everything off, you know, and I'll wear the, I'll wear nice tight jeans and some, um, some tennis shoes. So you're enjoying the attention. Like you, yes. you dress knowing that you're going to get it, but yes. it doesn't make you apprehensive. Like you're like, okay, I know, like I always, one of the things I always say about women, especially if I'm out and I see a woman dress a certain way, one of the things I tell guys is she didn't get dressed in the dark. Like she knows what mm-hmm. she put on. Oh yeah. You know, like I, I, I live with two women. I see how women get dressed. I see how much time they spend in the mirror. So anytime I see a woman out, I'm like, she knows what she's wearing. She knows exactly how she looks in it from every conceivable angle. So it's a beautiful thing when I see a woman who embraces the way that she looks and understands what's going to come as a result of how she looks and she welcomes it. Not that she welcomes yes. to be disrespected or anything like that. It's not like that. But whether it's a glance or a smile or a wink, mm-hmm. like she, 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 she responds with a smile. Like, I know I look good. Thank you for noticing. Exactly. It's a nice compliment for looking. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know that your husband is enjoying it. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You he know, walks 10 feet behind me so that he can watch all the compliments happening as I pass by everybody. He likes mm-hmm. to watch it. <laughs> he's, enjo- he's enjoying having a hot wife. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, he told me, he said, I, you are my dream come true. This is all I've ever wanted. And I, 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 knew, you could, I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. So he's, he's all about who I am now. I'm a hundred percent who I'm meant to be. And I agree. Right. 100%. So you, you're, you're in your, you, you're in your zone now. Yeah. Okay. Now you said in, in addition to you changing the way that you dress, you said that I believe you said you, it changed the way that you think. Uh, she's the way that I walk. How, how has it changed the way that you walk? <laughs> well, I walk with, I, <laughs> I walk out with my walk with my chest out. I walk with my head up held high. I didn't before. I I I was just looking around me instead of beyond me. You know, I mm-hmm. had little ones that I was taking care of all the time. So I was always, where are they? Where are they? Okay, they're over there. Okay. You know, just checking, 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 not really paying attention to anything but me and my family. And um and that was it. And then now that I'm more aware of the world, if you will, there are there's people beyond my family. Um, right. Uh, I see, I see the attention and now I, I'm more aware. And so I'm walking with my head held high because I, I know that I'm being watched. Um, so I, I'm looking for it and I'm also representing. So, um, it's twofold. And that's interesting that you say that word representing, who do you feel like you're representing? I'm representing my name. I'm representing my husband's name. I'm, I, this might sound silly, but I, it's like, it's, I feel like there's a, a role that I, I take with this lifestyle 
um, I'm a little bit different than everybody else and no one knows it. I do. Um, and I, and, but I walk that way. I walk as if I'm an important person because I am, I, I have that right and I'm going to take it and I'm going to be noticed because of it. Now for me, Personally, and I've, I've said this on, on other interviews as well, but I, I kind of I, I haven't said it to you yet. That's one of the things that, you know, because everyone knows I've said talked about it before that I host parties and I've been hosting parties for years. And that's one of the things that I enjoy the most is. I enjoy seeing the confidence that the wives walk around a party with. In other words, the confidence that comes from, I have a man in my life, or even the women who are single, like who have given themselves permission to enjoy the fact that they've embraced their sexuality and their sensuality and they revel in their femininity. Like that's a phrase that I'm very fond of saying. They revel in their femininity. They revel in the fact that, you know what? regardless of their body type, you know, thick, thin, tall, short, what what have you, mm-hmm. you know, curvy, not so curvy. They all walk the way that you describe. Their heads are high, their shoulders are back, their chest is out, you know, and it's, it's beautiful to see, mm-hmm. you know, like none of the women who I see walking around at my parties, at least in that moment, there's no shyness. Like even after they've just gotten done fucking, and their hair is sweated out and their makeup is running, they're still walking around with that same confidence. You know, like I know my makeup is not tight right now. I know my hair is not perfect right now, mm-hmm. but you know what? I feel good. I'm, I'm desired. I enjoy being desired. And I'm not ashamed to embrace the fact that I enjoy being desired. Right. <laughs> and it's it's a beautiful thing to see. It's yeah. something that I will never get tired of seeing. Oh, like each and every cool. time I see it, it's just like the first time I saw it. <laughs> and and every woman has that glow. Like every single woman walking around has that glow. That's so cool. You know, and then, you know, I look at her husband and you know, you like every husband who's there in his mind, his wife is the hottest woman there. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what other people may think in his mind, his wife is the hottest person there <sighs> and you can see it in their faces. Aww. Like it's, it's tangible. Like I can see it. Like I know what that look looks like. I know the way that he looks at her. Yeah. And it's something that, that never, ever, ever, ever gets tired. That's so cool. Like I can, I can look at it every day and it, it always makes me smile when I see it because, you know, it's, it's heat, it's passion, it's, it's admiration, it's, it's pride. It's, it's so many different feelings rolled up into one, mm-hmm. into, in, into a look. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to see. So 
<laughs> so you've experienced this, you you've been through this, you know, you've you you've walked through this path, you know, you now know that this is not just talk for him, that this is this is real. Yeah. You know, you've you've done it a number you know, your number of times and and you've seen how he reacts and responds to it. And so the thing that's cool about it is the more confidence you get in it, the more fun it becomes. Because now you start to enjoy being able to manipulate him and being able to tease him. And, and you know, you may come home and tell him, hey, I wore this to the store and this guy was checking me out. And I, I saw this guy he was trying to act like he wasn't looking at me, but I caught him looking at me. Yeah. And and your husband kind of has this look on his face like a child. Like, then what happened? <laughs> then what happened? You know, yes. and then what happened? Yes. You know, like, he's just wanting you to just keep going. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, tell me the whole story. And you know that you don't have to hide anything from him. You don't have yeah. to shield him from anything. You can tell him every single detail. And you know that he's going to enjoy it, you know, and it may get to the point. I don't know if it's gotten to this point yet, but it may get to the point where if you if you're out somewhere and, you know, maybe he's at work and, you know, it may be several hours before you're going to see him. You might text him to tell him what just happened or what you just saw or how somebody reacted to you or the fact that somebody hit on you knowing that while he's at work or while he's doing what he does during the course of his day, you're driving him crazy. <laughs> and like I said, that that's when you, that's when it starts to become like fun. Like that's when the fun kicks in, because let's be honest, when you're, yeah. when you're playing with somebody, it is fun, yeah. but real life happens more frequently than that happens. Yeah. So you learn to kind of have fun in those moments when you're not playing, but you're still a hot wife. Right, right. And like reminding him that, you know, hey, even though we're not playing today or I'm not playing with anyone today, some hot wife shit happened. (laughs) You know, I went to the store and this is what I wore and this is the reaction that I got you know, or, or what have you. So it's, it's, it's nice to see when a wife gets to that point where not only she's comfortable with it, but she starts to embrace it and starts to really have fun with it. Like this is when the fun starts. Okay. So have you noticed that yet? Have you noticed yourself having more fun with it? Yeah, we, we do have some fun with it and we do um, talk about, the looks that I get, the, the, the people who are paying attention and that, that happens on a daily basis. So <laughs> daily we're, 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 we're chattering about um, the hot wife moments that we have during the day. So it is fun. It is, it is exciting. Um, okay. So let me ask you this. When you guys go out, you know, a movie or you have a date night or you go out to dinner and, you know, you, you know, you wear a certain outfit. What is it like when you feel people 
giving you that attention or looking at you and you're out with him? Like, what are those moments like? Well, like, not lifestyle related, because like I said, you're not in a, right. any kind of, a, you're not around anybody who knows how you two are. Right. But, you know, you've seen those couples, I'm sure, where the guy has an attractive wife, but maybe he's a jealous guy, so she's kind of in this cocoon. Like, she's hot, mm-hmm. but she's trying to act like she's not. Like, she's basically, she's saying, like, please don't notice me because he's going to get mad, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas you are in a situation like, oh, you're free to notice me because he's going to love it. Right. Like, what are those moments like for you? Um, well, those moments are kind of like twofold. So, like, there are times when um, we're together and I'm dressed a little bit more sexy because we're going, we're going out Um, and I will soak in the attention and I will, I will notice the attention and I will look for the attention, if you will. Um, and you know, look for it and just, just noticing it, not look for it. Like, Hey, are you looking at me? You know, like I I won't let them know that I'm looking. Um, uh, then he knows that that that's all going on too. So it's exciting. And then, and then when we sit down and, and do our thing, we, we talk about it, of course, but then I've noticed that when my husband is not with me and I have to do something on my own, there are times when I kind of feel like I go back into my shell a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and I don't really want to interact with anybody. I feel more confident when I'm with him. Um, but that's, <sighs> it's not all the time. And that's why I say it's twofold because there are times when I I tend to go back into my introverted shell, um, instead of embracing my confidence. So, um, excuse me. So it goes both ways. Um, I, yeah, I am more confident when I'm, when I'm with my husband, I do stand a little bit taller and when I know that he's with me or he's, he's next Mm -hmm. to me or he's in the same room with me or behind me or in front of me, um, so those, those moments are, are pretty cool. And I, I feel pretty powerful in those moments. So at, at, at this point, now that you've had, you know, you've gotten a few, you know, experiences under your belt and you guys have been, you know, at this for a little while now, can you imagine your life without this being a part of it? Like, are you glad that you've gotten to this point? Are you glad that you walked through that door with him? Yeah, I do. And I do. I am glad that I've walked through this door. And there, there have been moments where I thought um, that we could go back to the vanilla life. But, or that I even wanted to go back. I was, I was hoping, like you said earlier, there was a time when that, that some, some women are hoping that this is just a stage. <clears throat> um, and I, I went there, I was just hoping it was a stage. Um, so there, there are, there more often than not now, I feel that I don't want to go back, but there was a time when I was hoping that it would stop, that, that we would just, mm-hmm 
um, move on from this. Like we would just get over, we would just do it for a little bit, get over it and then go back to vanilla, go back to our normal, normal lives. But I don't see that happening. I don't, I don't see how that, how our marriage could be the same if we go back, you know, it's definitely a change. Uh, one of the things that I'm fond of saying is that there's a difference between living and feeling alive. (laughs) <laughs> and this lifestyle definitely has a way of making you feel alive. You know, like, like I said, it's, and it, it's funny because it happens in those moments, not necessarily when you're indulging in a lifestyle, but when those roads intersect between, like I said, like being in a vanilla setting and you're dressed a certain way, knowing that, the way I'm presenting myself is turning my husband on as opposed to those couples where I know that she's wishing she could just kind of be invisible. You know, um, you know, like you see couples out all the time. I know for me, you know, you go out and, you know, you see a couple and the wife is attractive and you can almost see them bickering because a guy looked at her and then the husband gets mad about it. And you like, you know, you look at them and it's like, Oh, I know that ride home is going to be interesting, you know, because he's going to be upset because she's attractive and was getting attention. Not that she did anything to get that attention, but it's like, dude, you married an attractive woman and you were around other people. Like it's going to happen. But yet, you know, that my ride home is going to be completely different than their ride home. Yeah. You know, and it's for me, it's 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 wonderful to to, you know, to see. Now, one of the things that I know about you from, you know, following you on Twitter and and meeting you that way is. I don't know how far back it goes, but I know you've had at least one experience with, you know, with a black man. And that's something that I try to tell people on my show my show is not interracially focused. I am a black man, but I know that this lifestyle is not all about the interracial aspect of it, but I'm not naive enough to not admit that I know that it plays a big part in it. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have had experiences, at least with one black man. How did that come about? Like, was that another fantasy that he had or was it not even talked about? Like kind of tell my listeners how that part about it came about for you. Well, I didn't start out with a, with black, a black man. I was, um, we were doing, uh, threesomes with white men to begin with. Um, and I, I, I'm not quite sure like how it all happened, uh, what the direction was with the black. I think, I think we were getting to a point where we, Oh, this is what it was. This is what it was. I, we were disappointed with the, um, lack of dominance, if you will, that the white men I, we were seeing was giving me, I wasn't being, <laughs> pounded like my husband could pound me. So there right. was some disappointment with that. And um, it was an intensity know. issue. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, 
so we talked, we talked about it and, um, I don't know who brought it up, if it was him or myself, but, uh, the fact came up that black men are very confident men and, um, I'm naturally attracted to that. And so the confidence, yeah, the confidence. And so right. I figured we figured that if there was a confidence on the outside, there's got to be a confidence elsewhere, if you know what I mean. Right. So mm-hmm. we decided we'd try that. And um, I, I, we haven't gone back since. I'll, I'll tell you that. Like, there's no way I'm going to go back. There, I'm, I'm black only because my a very dreams profound statement. <laughs> <laughs> we got exactly what we were looking for um, as soon as we switched. You guys are so good. Like you just know how to handle a woman. You know how to pound. You know how to thrust. You know how to do it all. <laughs> you know how to satisfy. And you've uh, got the unit too. So um, yeah, there's no way I'm going to go back. So of the six experiences that you've had, at what point, like, was it number three? Was it number four? Like, when did the first black man enter the picture? Number three. Okay, so what you're saying is three, four, five, and six have been black. Um, three, four, five, yes. <laughs> now... One thing that I'm curious about, because your dynamic is a hot wife dynamic, I know one thing that couples, especially the newer couples who are listening, are kind of curious to hear your take on is, did you and your husband ever have that conversation? And it kind of goes like this, okay, what happens when I'm with that man who is better equipped than you, has more stamina than you, fucks me harder than you. Like, like what happens when I'm with somebody from a purely physical sense? Because obviously no one can eclipse the emotions that are involved when you are with your husband. Right. That's, not, that's not up for debate. I'm talking about from a purely physical standpoint. What happens when... I am with that person who eclipses you in that aspect. Like, have you had that conversation or has he found a way to articulate to you that he's okay with that and he welcomes that? Like, has that ever come up in any of your conversations? Oh yeah. He loves it. There's, there's no issues there. He loves, he loves that I'm a size queen. He loves that I can, he loves that I like to fuck guys who are bigger than him. It turns him on, actually. Um, he does apologize that he's a little bit smaller, but he does satisfy me. So there's no issues there. I I could just have my husband and be satisfied. You know what I mean? Like Right. But he's given me the gift of having a bigger package. So he's enjoying the visuals of my enjoyment so there are there are no issues with um the physical part of this okay now i know one thing that again i know that my listeners would love to hear as guys 
you know, you grow up hearing that, you know, uh, size is not important. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean, yada, yada, yada. And I know a lot of women convince themselves of that. But you just said that your husband likes the fact that you're a size queen. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're at the point now where you're more than willing to admit that there is a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, like from a, like, again, I'm talking purely physical here. Mm-hmm. There is a difference in the way that it makes you feel. So mm-hmm. how would you articulate that? to other women, to other people? Like, what is the difference that size makes? <laughs> How do you describe this? <laughs> um, Honestly, it doesn't matter how you explain it. My listeners just want to hear you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I guess I, I've gotten to the point now where um, I don't even... I, I, when, oh, see that I'm struggling here. How do you, how do you talk about this? I just blurt it out. I know, right? Like, (laughs) don't worry about finding your words. Just blurt it out. Just blurt it out. So I did just finish telling you that my husband does satisfy me. And I didn't lie when I said that, um, we have a lot of fun and he really knows how to push my buttons and get me to do all sorts of things that I didn't know I could do. So well, that's, that's, that's home court advantage. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's to be expected. I mean, he, he has you every day. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Okay, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So he knows all your in and outs and your secrets yes. and where to hit it and how yep. to hit it. And yeah, yep. that's, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's with you every day. So but yeah. I'm talking about uh, just, again, from that purely physical right. point, you know, right. of having somebody that is able to hit a spot that maybe is beyond him, you know, right. and how that makes you feel and how you respond to that. Right. <sighs> So just knowing my husband, I, I didn't know, I, I figured there's only a certain part, a certain um, depth, I'll say, that could be achieved, like a certain depth that he could get to. And I thought that was the epitome of orgasm um, right. as far as he could go. After having a black man, um, I was the, taken beyond depths, um, going deeper than I ever imagined could happen. And there, in the beginning, it was it it, it hurt a little bit. I would am, I will admit, but over time, getting <laughs> stretched out and used used to the um, plumpness and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the. Uh, the now you got me thinking about of, now you got me thinking about turkeys because you said plumpness. <laughs> oh, stop! <laughs> the thickness, I'll say the thickness and the length. Um, um, I've been taken to orgasms that that my husband just can't take me to. Um, I recently had uh, an orgasm that 
almost brought me to tears. Like I, I, I was squealing, 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 squealing because I was in such, such joy, like just, just a euphoric state. Just. Yes, I was. Yes. <laughs> I, that, that was the best orgasm that I've ever had. And I told my husband that he's like, really, that was the best orgasm you ever had. And like and he, that turned him on just knowing, knowing that, you know, so there's a huge difference in size. You know, I can't, I can barely feel my husband now. So I am starting to get to that point where I, I'm craving to have. Um, that full bigger, feeling. Yeah, that full feeling. Thank you. So there's, there's a huge difference in size. It, it makes a difference, but you kind of have to work yourself up to that because I thought my husband was good enough for me in the beginning. And now I know better. I know that there's more. I can have more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's given you the freedom to experience more. And that makes you love him even more. So that's a nice segue for me. Being in this lifestyle, being a hot wife, being with a man who gives you a platform to seek what you want and get what you want and enjoy what you want. How has this brought the two of you closer? Hmm. It's, it, we're, we're really, really close now. My husband knows me in ways that I just, I didn't even know myself to be, you know what I mean? Like I I'm, I'm discovering myself and I'm discovering him through this experience and we're, we're doing it together. We're, we're, I feel like we're becoming one even more, if that makes sense, that we're more of a, a unit. A, we're a united um, person now. And we we're thinking the same Um our, we're managing our household a little differently now. Things are just, everything seems to be um, more organized and um, productive. <laughs> so we're doing life in, in a different way now and we communicate better and we're, we're still going through some, some little speed bumps here and there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's to be expected. Yeah, I think, though, for the most part, it's the longer this goes on, the better things get. And um, I feel that I'm becoming a better person because of it. And I know I still have a long ways to go, <laughs> um, but we are. And that's the beauty of it is that yeah. you, you haven't plateaued yet. Like, you know that there's there's more beyond and you're both of you you're you're enjoying the journey mm -hmm. together for you sure, know it's yeah. like you're you're anxious absolutely like you're anxious to see what lies beyond like how uh, how much better can this get like it's been so much fun already and to think that it can get even better right you know like i said you haven't even plateaued yet it's it's exciting <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's it's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this. No, go ahead, finish what you're saying. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that I'm excited. I'm excited about where I'm at, but I'm also excited 
to be at a point where we are um, 100% on board with this and I, I have no um, regrets or I, I have no baggage. I'll say that. I have no baggage that I'm holding on to still. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm 100% in and I'm, we're, we're as close as close can be because of it. I'm, I'm excited for that point. So when you when you two are looking for that third person, I know that it's not all roses. So, I mean, have you had those experiences that maybe didn't live up to what you were expecting? Like duds. Have you had duds yet? Or have you been fortunate in that every person you've been with has been a home run? Yeah, that that first experience we had, he was a dud because it, we found out that he was. But it was the, it was the first, so it was special. It was, <laughs> it was special. It was very special. I'll never forget it. But there were, he couldn't. Yeah, and, he it, just couldn't and it happened it. organically, like yes. it wasn't set up. It just kind of happened. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes, and it was all. It was all. Um, All the action was in his words and what he said to me, how he talked to me, how he texted me. But when it came down to business, he couldn't perform. So he was a dud. Like everything else was great except just that down there. Right. He couldn't do what he was supposed to do. So it wasn't my fault. I wasn't doing anything wrong. (laughs) As, As I've often said, and what's kind of become, I guess, kind of a catchphrase for me, is that there's a big difference between a real bull and a guy that just wants to fuck your wife. And Mm -hmm. one of the key components to that is being able to perform when her husband is right there, either watching or participating. Like there are a lot of guys who think that they can perform in that arena but then they get in that moment and it, it does throw them off their game, so to speak. Mm. You know, uh, not every guy can perform with a woman's husband being right there. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we like to think that we can, but when you get in that moment, you know, it, especially the first time it happens, you know, pretty much a, a guy is going to say that he can handle it just because he doesn't want to let the pussy walk out the door, you know. But then you get in that moment and you, you know, when you can't get it up, that doesn't lie. Like, you can't fake that. Like, no, you your dick is that. not hard. That That's on you. Yeah, you can't hide that. You can't no. fake that. You know, like, it's, 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 it's right there for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, <laughs> you know, that can't be, that can't be glossed over, so to speak. Yeah. No, but it's, it, 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 it sounds like you guys have, you know, have had a, a, a wonderful journey and that it's, it's definitely brought you closer. And just to kind of let my listeners know, she's giving this interview laying in bed 
and her husband is right there with her. You can't hear him. He's being very quiet, and I applaud him for being quiet. He hasn't coughed. He hasn't sneezed. Uh -uh. She hasn't done anything. Like, you wouldn't even know he was there. Yeah, he's been very good. Yep. But something's going down when we get off this phone. Like, if you think that you're going to get off this phone and go right to bed, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, so, right. something's going down when, mm -hmm. yeah, something's going down when, when, you know, he's like, he's like a racehorse at the starting gate right now. Oh, yeah. He's just waiting for the signal. Yeah, yep, he's nodding um, his head. He's yeah, waiting he, with you. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. This is, this is not my first rodeo. Like, I know that he's like, he's listening to you talk and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going down. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you this. If I were to ask him and maybe he can, you know, kind of whisper in your ear or tell you. Okay. From a physical standpoint, what does he feel your best physical feature is? <laughs> his eyes went big <laughs> so for sure my ass um or should i say my tushy <laughs> um and then yeah you've already set the precedent so i, I see no reason to change right <laughs> so it's my tushy and then the second would be my my breasts my titties. He loves okay. those. So when the two of you are going out, do you make it a point to wear things that accentuate those parts of you that you know he enjoys a lot? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I do. Like I to like wear to wear clothes that are flattering to that mm -hmm. part of you. Mm -hmm. And I like to go braless a lot because... He loves it when I do that. So as often as I can, I'll, I'll do very that. Very nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Now, I try to keep my interviews a, a, a certain length, but at the same time, I like them to be organic. And I just enjoyed giving you the, the platform to speak. And I don't want to end this without saying that I, I, I know you've crossed into another threshold with all this as far as... I guess tapping into that exhibitionist side of you. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I know that you've made a video or two, and um, and I'll, I'll I'll give credit where credit is due. I know his Twitter handle is Az Gigolo. I know you've made a video with with him, mm -hmm. and that's kind of giving you the the impetus to say, you know what, I, I think we can do this on our own and kind of start your own thing. So like I said, I met you on Twitter. So why don't you let my, my listeners know, cause I do have a lot of listeners who are on Twitter, those who would like to follow you and, and see who I'm talking to. What is your, your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle is Libby loves BBC. So that is at, and can you just kind of spell it out? Because people spell it in different, in different ways. Oh, so sure. how do you yeah, spell it? Of course. It? At L-I-B-B-Y-L-U-V-S-B-B-C. And I've, I've, I've seen a clip or two of her, and she, she definitely earns her, her moniker. So... Just to kind of tie, you know, tidy everything up and 
you know, like I said, I, I, my time is limited, so I know I can't get to everything that my listeners would like me to get to. So I'll Michael. definitely be having Michael. you back. Yes. Michael, I gave you the wrong Twitter name. Okay, what is it? It is at BBC L-I-B-B-Y, at BBC Libby. Okay, so that's at BBC L-I-B-B-Y. Yes. Okay, so for those that want to find her, it's at BBC L-I-B-B-Y. Okay, we got that. And I'll, I'll, I'll attach that with it so people can find it. So one of the things that I, I like to ask is, like I said, there are people out there who are listening who are where you were several years ago, just starting to get into this full of self-doubt, the women out there who are even wondering if other men are going to find them attractive, if they can even be a hot wife. What kind of advice would you give to couples and more specifically those women who are having self-doubts? Like what would you say to them what words of encouragement would you have for them? Oh, just hang in there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think the best thing to do when you have self-doubt is to just tell your, tell your husband, tell your significant other about it. Communicate it. <laughs> Talk about it. Let him know what's going on. Um, and just wait it out because eventually, eventually you'll step out of that. You will. And I, the only, I think the only way you can do that is to hear it from your, your significant other, whether that's your husband or your boyfriend, help whoever it is in your life that you're doing this uh, lifestyle with. Just let them know where you're at. And hopefully you guys can work through it. Because you're, you're worth good. more than Very that. good. <laughs> you're so worth more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Another question that I enjoy asking, and I do want to ask you this question. This lifestyle is a lot of fun. And in the context of the lifestyle, we often find ourselves in situations where funny things happen. So do you have a funny story that you can relay that has anything to do with the lifestyle, whether you were somewhere and you saw somebody and had to act like you didn't know them or, mm. you know, something awkward came up, just something that when you two of you talk about it, it makes you laugh. Uh, a sound the body made that you weren't expecting, a reaction that you got when you were in a situation, any kind of story that makes you laugh that you can kind of t share with my listeners. Um, I am racking my brain. Oh, I don't know that I have a funny story. Oh, but if you don't have one, that's fine. But it's still a question yeah. that I like to ask. I don't have one. I am. Ah, uh, I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> oh, trust me, you've been far from a disappointment. Don't think that. <laughs> 
because trust me, if you haven't had a funny story yet, you, you'll get one. <laughs> I hope so. I want a funny story. You'll get one. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. No, I you'll 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 get one. Yeah. You know, you'll 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 definitely get one. Trust me, the the, the moment is going to come where you're going to be at a grocery store or Walmart or something, and you're going to be in line checking out, and you're going to look over there, and you're going to be like, oh shit. I had that guy's cock in my mouth last week. Oh no <laughs> you know, way! Like it's, oh, it's going shit, to happen. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's going to happen, and they're going to be with their family or their kids, and you're going to have to act like you don't know each other, even though oh, you shared God. that very, very, very intimate moment. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. Okay. And, well, I will think of you. You know, you do this long enough, and. <laughs> 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 well, Libby, I want to I want to thank you very much uh, for agreeing to come on my show and agreeing to talk about, you know, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, everything that you've gone through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on your journey. Is there anything that you would like to say in closing? Any thoughts you have? Anything that you're feeling? Anything at all that you would like to say? I'm I'm giving you the floor. Well, it's been my pleasure to speak with you, um, and it's been a pleasure to get to know you, too. Um, And I just want to say thank you for this platform. Thank you for allowing me to speak out for the first time um, about this lifestyle, um, to get some things out. And um, this is a, a great thing that you're doing for well thank you thank yeah you. for everyone from from everyone in the baby stages up until you know however long they've been doing you know it's you you are doing a good thing for those of us who are really trying to find our way through this so i've i've gotten a lot out of your listening to your podcasts um so it's really helped me get um, through the very beginning stages of this. So I, I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing. So thank you for letting me be a part of your podcast, <laughs> your collection. Well, thank you for agreeing to do it. <laughs> thank you for, you know, for agreeing to do it. And like I said, I, I, I love telling stories. I love bringing, you know, cause I feel like, everybody's got a story to tell. Everybody is different. Everybody comes into this from different circumstances, different backgrounds. And I feel like if I tell enough stories, then I'll be able to reach more people. Like there'll be more people who that particular story will be able to to resonate with. And and for me, that's my goal. My goal is to you know, elevate the lifestyle and not only elevate it, but, you know, my podcast is about hot wifing and cuckolding. It's not a cuckold podcast. It's not a hot wife podcast. It's, it's about both and highlighting them both and showing that they're both different, but at the same time, there's a common thread that links them. And that common thread is the husbands enjoy seeing their wives getting attention from other men and their enjoyment of the lifestyle is not predicated on them getting theirs, so to speak. Meaning it's not about 
them playing with other women. It's about their wives getting that pleasure and them, the husbands recognizing that there is no other woman out there that turns me on as much as my wife does. Mm. You know, even for the couples where the husband has the freedom to play, they may play from time to time, but there's nothing like seeing their wife in the throes of passion with another man. And that's what does it for them. And I want to highlight those husbands. I want to celebrate those husbands. You know, I, I want to make sure that those husbands understand that they're not an afterthought and that they're appreciated just as much as the wives are. Because I understand that the wives wouldn't be here were it not for their support and encouragement. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's and no there way. is one thing that I, that I do want to address. There's one thing that I do want to address before I go. And this is a little segment to kind of help those guys out there who are aspiring bulls, experienced bulls, wannabe bulls, what have you. And I apologize for not getting to this earlier, but I do want to address it. What advice would you give to guys out there who want to be bulls as far as do's and don'ts? Like what mistakes have you seen guys make where you say to yourself, okay, you don't realize it, but you just blew it. Like what mistake do you see guys make and what advice would you give to guys, single guys to better navigate these waters as far as dealing with a couple? I think it's all about um, how I'm addressed and uh, typically all of my engagements with prospective bulls have been on Twitter uh, lately. So I've been getting a lot of messages from uh, potentials and I can usually tell if uh, it's all how, it's all how they speak to me. It's all how they address me initially in mm -hmm. their message. So I, <laughs> I want to be addressed a certain way. I want to be acknowledged as a human being. Um, hey, right, this. Right. Hey, I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. I see you're in the lifestyle. I'd love to meet you sometime. Can we get together for coffee? You know, it's that kind of thing. Instead of, hey, sweet tits, you're looking great. You know, love to fuck you sometime. You know, like there's a difference in. How did you just say I'm, sweet tits? I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you have a way with words. I do, I guess, right? I can be very elementary as if I'm talking to two year olds saying tushy <laughs> and then say sweet tits. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's cute. It's part it's part of your charm. I guess. <laughs> Thank you. So for the for someone who wants to become a bull, just be just be aware of how you come to a woman and just come out straight, you know, and, and be don't be afraid of, of who you are. Don't don't hide. Just come out and just be exactly who you are. If you're a bull, say you're a bull. I'm looking for um, I'm lo I'm I'm looking and I would love to meet you. It's not about just having a good fuck. It's about having 
a respectful relationship, knowing what's expected. So I think that's, that's the advice that I would give someone who would like to be a bull. Just watch your way around women. Watch your words. Be respectful. We're not toys. <laughs> wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. My thing is always get to know them first. Treat them like a slut later. Exactly. Thank you. That's a good one. <laughs> Perfect. Now, I know that I want to have you back. Um, like I said, um, I, I like to do what I call my after party episodes where I have the wives come and, you know, because let's be honest. I mean, this episode is all about information. It's all about educating. But I know that people want to hear the naughty bits. So I do have an episode that I do that's totally dedicated to that. That's for my Patreon supporters. So I know that I want to have you back to do uh, one of those episodes. And uh, something else that I'm going to be doing is when people listen to these, I know that I can't get to everything. Um, my approach is kind of free flowing. So, so sometimes I miss things. Sometimes I forget things. So I have my listeners kind of say, hey, I wish you would have asked her this, or can you ask her this, or can you ask her that? So I know that I'll have you back to do um, like a follow-up episode oh, okay. in addition to the after-party episode. So oh, cool. you can count on being back at least two more times. Oh, perfect. You know, right and like I said, it would be, my, yeah, like I said, it would be my pleasure to you know, to welcome you into the Keys and Anklets family, which is the people who I've, I've had on my show, who I've talked to, some of whom I've met personally, because I know that it means a lot to be able to have other wives and couples that you can talk to who understand where you're coming from, who get it, so that you don't have to explain why you like this. You can just talk about it and share experiences cool. and, you know, share tidbits on bulls and what have you. So, and kind of putting a bow on this, I want to thank you, Libby and Mr. Libby for, uh, for, you know, for being on the show and for sharing the details of your life. And I am your host, Michael C. And it has been my pleasure to bring you another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And for my Patreon supporters, again, I cannot thank you all enough because you're the ones who make it possible for me to do this and to bring you these amazing and incredible stories and exciting stories about the different paths that people take in getting into this. And um, I'll see you next time. This has been the Keys and Anklets podcast. And... Take care.